Hello, welcome to English Grammar Corner. I am your host, Adam. Today, we're going to be talking about something that seems simple, but actually, it's really complicated. Um, like a lot of things in English, we're going to be talking about when you have two verbs that follow each other in a sentence. And there's many reasons this could happen, but I'll give you an example. I like to fish. I like fishing. I can fish. Um, so as you may have gathered by my examples, there are three different ways we can have one verb follow another verb in an English sentence. The first way is that you just have what is called the bare infinitive. So a bare infinitive just basically means the verb without two. So, uh, I can fish. Mostly, we use this with model verbs. So can, could, must, um, would. And this is a common mistake that people who are learning English make. They say something like, I must to go, I can to go. And, it, I mean, if you make that mistake, people will understand you, but it just sounds so unnatural to the English speaker, because they wouldn't say that in a million years. Um, then, the next uh, category, you can have a verb that follows another verb, and the second verb will be with ing. So, for example, the verb deny. So, deny means to say that you didn't do something. When you have a verb that follows deny, it's always in ing. So, do you deny stealing my cat? So, ing. Deny, ing. Stealing. Do you deny taking my car? Do you deny... Do you deny having a good time listening to this podcast? Um, yeah, so that's the second category. And a third category is when you have a verb which is followed by the infinitive. So, um, what's a good example? Um, I need to dance. But, and this is where it gets a little bit complicated, you can have a verb which can be followed by to or ing, and really it doesn't matter. So, for example, I like singing, I like to sing. Um, there are some people who will try and convince you that there is a difference between I like to sing and I like singing, um, but in practical, everyday life, there isn't any difference. So, it doesn't matter if you say I like singing, I like to sing, that's fine. Um... Then, there is another category where it really does matter if it's to or ing because it has a different meaning. Um, one example of this would be remember. Did you remember to do something? So you had to do it, and I'm asking you if you did it. And do you remember doing it? I'm just asking if you remember the fact that you did it. So, I will give you some examples of these verbs in all of those different categories. So, these are verbs which are 
followed normally by the gerund. That is what we call this ing ending. Uh, enjoy. I enjoy sitting here talking to you. Fancy. So fancy is another word. It's kind of a synonym for enjoy, but it's, uh, I don't know. I really, yeah, it's just a synonym for enjoy. So do you fancy uh, going with me to the cinema tonight? Uh, Disgust. So we discussed eating out. Dislike. But, I mean, dislike is like like, so it can be both. I dislike having my car stolen. I dislike to have my car stolen. Actually, no. I mean, yeah, that's weird, actually, because you could have dislike with ing and like with ing or two. Finish. Uh, we've finished preparing for the contest. Mind. Uh, mind means I don't care in this sense, so I don't mind going with you. Suggest. Uh, he suggested going away. And this is interesting, too, because a lot of people, a lot of people make the mistake, or at least people who are learning English as a second language, they make the mistake of saying something like, I suggested to go. But you either have to put the verb in gerund, so I suggested going, or you have to use the word that, so I suggested that we go. Uh, recommend the same thing. They recommended uh, heating up the sausage. Uh, so if you want to not use a gerund, then you have to use that. So they re recommended that we not use, not heat up the sausage. Keep. Uh, he keeps stealing my car. Avoid. She avoided uh, getting caught when she stole my car. I don't know why I keep saying that. I don't have a car that anyone has been stolen, so I, I don't know what that means. Something psychological. Okay, and here, uh, I'm going to tell you some verbs that are normally followed by the to or the infinitive. So, agree. He agreed to give me some chocolate. Ask. I asked him to give me some chocolate. And also, in this category of verb and then infinitive, you have verb, inf uh, so, so he, I asked him to give me some chocolate. You can also have an object in there too with some of these and ask is a good example because you always have to ask somebody so I asked so I can say for example I asked to get some chocolate when I'm not saying directly who I asked it from but if I'm saying directly who I asked it from I asked him to give me some chocolate you have to use that him there help uh, so I helped them to finish their project plan. Uh, I plan to wax my car. Uh, I hope, I hope to finish this episode in a reasonable amount of time. Um, he 
is learning to sing. And this is this is this is also something important to remember. These rules apply to the second verb in a list of verbs and usually you only have two verbs together in English. So the first verb is going to be following normal grammatical rules. So if it's an active verb and it should be in present continuous, it will be in present continuous even if the second verb should be a gerund too. So let, let me go back a little bit. I mentioned the verb avoid. So I could say something like, she is avoiding talking to me. I wouldn't say she is avoiding to talk to me. She is avoiding talking to me because after avoid, you always need a gerund or an ing verb. So that's always, always, always. And many times people say to me, but Adam, that's so weird sounding, ing and ing. It's not weird sounding if your your language is English. It might be weird if it's not, but just remember, different languages do things differently, right? And try not to make any value judgments about English. It's doing the best it can. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, back to uh, the verbs that are followed by a full infinitive. So, I want to go with you. I want you to come with me. I would like to go with you. I would like uh, to go. And promise, I promise not to be late. Okay, and then we have a category of verbs that can mean both. And like I said, remember. I mentioned remember in the beginning. So, I remember to do something. I had to do it, and I did it. I remembered to do it. And I remembered doing it. I just remember the fact that I did it. And there's many verbs like this, and not surprisingly, forget is the same situation. So, I forgot to do something means uh, that I needed to do it, and I didn't do it. I forgot to pay my taxes, so now I'm in trouble. I forgot to send the letter, so now I have some situation. Um, yeah, and... ING, the gerund, also means uh, that you, you've forgotten about something that you did in the past. Um, so, oh, like somebody says, Adam, we were talking about this at work. Oh, and I can say, oh, I forget talking about that. So, or I forgot talking that we talked about that, or I forgot talking about it. So, ING is about a situation where you forget one specific action, just action or situation, not something that you had to do. Okay. And try. Oh, I hate this one. Because, I mean, the grammar explanation makes sense, and... Uh, but it's just so unintuitive. So, basically, try... So, let's say you are painting a fence. And I say to you, Oh, that fence is a little bit ugly. And you say, Oh, Adam, you think my fence is ugly? And I say, Well, why don't you try painting it brown? 
And you can paint it brown and, and maybe it will be successful or not. You can say, oh, Adam, I tried painting it brown and it didn't work. So basically it means to do something as an experiment. And the try to do is when it's something that is more difficult. So, so back to the fence situation. Let's say your dog is always getting out of your yard and uh, you tell me about this and you say to me, Oh, Adam, I tried to fix the fence, but it's just too hard for me. I need to, you know, hire somebody. So try to, in that situation, would be the more difficult thing and the gerund is the more easy thing. And what else do we have here? Oh, stop. So, stop with ing means you just stopped whatever you were doing. So, uh, uh, I'm really tired because I just stopped driving. So I arrived, for example, and I got out of the car, and then I came inside. When you have an, a full infinitive after stop, that means you finished one thing to do something else. So let's say I was driving a long time, and I stopped to eat lunch. So I interrupted my driving to have lunch, and then I got back in the car, and I, and I was driving some more. Um, okay, and the last one, and there's many, many more. Um, uh, prefer, for example, this is not the last one. So, I prefer to do something means now. So, I'd prefer to go uh, swimming means in this particular instance, in this particular situation, I want to go swimming rather than all of my other options. And if I say... I prefer swimming, that means generally that is the thing that I like to do more than anything else. Um, and regret will be the final one. So, regret uh, with the gerund means you, you feel like you made a bad decision. I regret eating all of that mustard with my sausage. It was so it's too much mustard and now I'm ill. Um, I regret breaking up with her because she was the love of my life. And when we have a full infinitive, it means the person is sorry. The person is sorry to tell you something. Uh, so for example, sir, I regret to inform you that your room has not been cleaned yet. We are working on it. Or we regret to inform you that the concert has been cancelled. Okay, so you can see that in English, we have very strict rules about a situation where we have a verb following another verb. Um, so, there are three main categories, but then the last category is the most complicated, and I will review it in a moment, but the first category is when you have a, a verb followed by a bare infinitive, so basically without the word to. And this is usually after a model verb like can or must or could. So he could sing, not he could to sing. 
Um, then you have verbs which are always followed by uh, to. Like, for example, I have to sing. Uh, then you have verbs or expressions that are always followed by ing. Um, do you deny singing? Then you have verbs or expressions that can be both and it doesn't matter at all. I like to sing. I like singing. And then you have verbs that it can be both and it does matter because there is a change in meaning. Like, I stopped to uh, finish my coffee. So I was doing something else, and then I stopped that to finish my coffee, and then I resumed doing the first thing, or I stopped drinking my coffee, so I completely finished my coffee. So you can see, English verbs, complicated, as always. If you have any questions, go to the Facebook page, English Grammar Corner, click like. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash Leverton. It's also in the show notes. If you want to advertise, there's also a link in the show notes, and I have very reasonable rates. If you just have a question and you're on Twitter, you can also contact me on Twitter at Adam Todd Leverton. So thank you very much, and goodbye. <laughs>